0: Welcome back to Ponderosa Ponderous. It's Rockwell Peterson. And Isaac Wilhelm. Joining us in the studio again today, we have Justice.
1: What's up, guys? How y'all doing? It's
0: good to have you here. It's good to have you here, man. So, nice it's been be a back. little bit since we've had you on the podcast last, okay. it's been a little bit since we've released an episode. So, have yeah, been busy. Oh, very, very busy. Mm-hmm. But it's a pleasure to be back. So, uh, to kind of kick things off, what's been going on with you lately?
1: that's a loaded question. (laughs) Um, I've been dealing with a lot of uh, relationship decisions like when it comes to like who do I love? Who do I see myself with? Where the future lies? um, Realizing red flags, realizing things that I should not deal with or put up with and like realizing my value. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I'm really proud of you for doing that, man, cuz we we've, we've done a couple of dating episodes before on yeah. the show, but mm-hmm. they're always it's such a complex topic that I feel like it's one of the few things that we can discuss where there's always more to go over. Oh yeah. It's, you know what it's what I
2: mean? so complex and different for everybody. Yeah, and it, it's, it's so off of their own needs.
0: It's so personal, you yes. know what I mean? Mhm. So for for our audience out there, for the good folks at home listening in right now, what what would you say the biggest red flags are that you've seen, and and how do you identify them? You know what I mean? Because that's that's always been a struggle of mine. Is is I have I have a really hard time identifying red flags for myself.
1: Um, I mean, the biggest one for me personally is I would. Let me put this into... organize this into a better sentence. But, like, people who are too loving, like, too fast. A lot of people, I feel like, push that love and, like, physical aspect way too early in the relationship. To the point where it can make the other person uncomfortable. Like, saying, like, oh, I like i see a future with you and i want to marry you like that's not something you should be saying to somebody like a, a month into a relationship or anything along those lines because you know you don't know that at that point in the relationship you should not have feelings like that that's falling in love too fast ruins a lot of relationships
0: that's actually a really good point i like that i like that a lot cuz it's. i've i've never been one that's that's prone to that Behavior, but I've definitely seen it, you know what I mean? And I've, I've felt those emotions, you know what I mean? Like you you click with somebody really, really fast and you've been lonely for a while and it's, everything's going better than you ever thought it could, but that doesn't mean that things can't change, you know what I mean? And I think, I think part of it is as, as we get older, it, it helps to continue to work on and learn patience. You know
2: yeah and my thing my whole thing about love is it's a it's a choice it's not a feeling yeah you might be feeling those um chemicals inside your brain what is it serotonin dopamine
0: yeah so it's it's oxytocin, oxytocin um dopamine serotonin um i feel like there's another one but i those are the ones I can remember off the top of my head.
2: Yeah, but it, it does Like, of course you're going to have those chemicals be released inside your brain and feel a certain way, <coughs> but love is ultimately a choice to love that other person unconditionally, no matter what. Yeah. No matter if you're angry and you don't have that dopamine, serotonin, and oxytocin kick inside your brain, you still should love them. I mean, Absolutely.
1: I understand where you come from, where you're coming from saying love is... A choice, not a feeling. But you love, there's a lot of things that people love unconsciously. Mm. So I wouldn't, I don't always consider every situation within that prospect a choice.
0: So, as you were saying, I apologize, folks, we had to pause real quick. I'm sure that's going to be a strange reintroduction and break in the conversation. But uh, we were discussing uh, love as a choice versus love as a feeling that you can't.
1: control Control. always control because i feel like there are okay i know not to like misconstrue what i was saying before but a lot of times like like he said like a lot of times love is a choice like you you can choose who you love like just be like think of it from the standpoint of some people love their parents some people don't love their parents it's a choice like you you don't unconsciously love your parents but you do as a child when you're a baby
0: well, I'd argue that you always unconsciously love your parents. It's just people try not to because their parents end up hurting them. are not really there for them. But you have a biological connection, and especially if they're there at your birth, you know, an imprint where you, you can't help but on some level love your parents and, and crave their, their approval because you learn from them how to be a human you know and if they don't like who you are as a human on some level that's always gonna hurt because biologically you know we're meant to live in in family groups
2: Mm -hmm. well do you guys consider love as an emotion
0: I think I think it is it's both a conscious choice and an emotion because there are different types of love and I feel like we've We've oversimplified the meaning of love to the point of where it's it's become an umbrella term. And I've noticed that we've mm-hmm. done that with every emotion, you know, and it's it's caused the rates of antisocial personality disorder to go way, way up because we've created a childish understanding and expression of our emotions and, and a lack of complexity. You know what I mean? You can... But you can on some level love your abuser, but you need to make the conscious choice not to love them anymore, at least in an outward way, you know? And I think that's, I think that's half of it. It's like the outward expression of love is a choice because it's an action, but the internal feeling and emotion of love is, is uncontrollable. You're going to feel that regardless. It's, it's what you choose to do with it. You know what I mean? In the same it way is. that you're, you you can't choose whether or not you feel angry. You choose how you act on
2: it. Yeah. Because of all those just chemicals just firing off your brain. Yeah. That's basically all that emotions come down to. It's just the different chemicals that are released in your brain based on the certain circumstance that you are currently in. And thinking...
0: Any thoughts that
1: you're thinking and stuff like that? Yeah. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, I definitely agree on that. Especially, I mean... But then, like, really thinking about it, there are also times where you're, you react to that situation, but then your mood can switch, like at the snap of a finger, about the scenario. Uh, maybe that'd be an inner thought. Like, like somehow your mind consciously changed how it thought about the whole experience, mm-hmm. or it's confused. But I know I do know that I've done that personally.
2: Yeah. Well, there's this or it's a subconscious. Yeah. Just tick that happens. Well, well I don't. Very well could this be. isn't worth feeling this way. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you guys have
0: seen this uh, psychological study that they did, but they found out that there's a huge link between aggression and and sexual attraction. So like, it it activates the same part of the brain. Uh, especially in humans, I've not seen that. Yeah, it's really wild, and that's that's part of why like there's there's this whole idea of like nagging at each other, like being intentionally or unintentionally mean to the people that you like in a in a sexual manner, because it's it's tied to the same um, emotion, which is is kind of like a, a strange thing to think about. And I don't know if that's a, a biological, you know, evolution of our species just due to the amount of, to put it bluntly, the amount of rape that has happened over the course of hu- human history. You know, I don't. It's, I wonder if it's one of those wire-crossing events. But they also found that it's the same in like rats and monkeys and studies. So it's it seems to be a universal constant that the line between sexual attraction and aggression are are very um, slim.
1: Maybe that's why some people like such aggressive sex.
2: Yeah, Yeah. honestly. I mean, did your parents ever grow up or when you were growing up did they ever tell you if they're mean to you that just means they like you?
1: They didn't tell me that but they definitely showed their love through anger. Mm. Yeah. At least they thought they were
2: Cause I, I heard that basically my will life, like, oh, they're just picking on you, being mean. They just like you. See,
0: I've heard that, but I don't. Just, I both believe and don't believe that. You know what I mean? Because yeah. if I think the biggest issue is is the lack of self awareness, especially in our interaction with others. You know, because it's it's all right to be a little bit mean to show that, but if you're attempting to show it through that all the time all you're doing is hurting the other person and yep. they're n- in no way receiving
2: that love exactly they just yeah think you're being mean because yeah. you're doing it all the time exactly so it's uh, there's definitely a healthy medium medium for sure and circling
0: back you know as far as red flags go some of the ones that i've noticed cuz i think Jumping into it to that level of passion is is a really good um, example of a red flag in a relationship. I think another one is um, saying one thing and doing another. And I think that's a red flag both in relationships and in life in general. You know what I mean? And there's, there's a difference. You know what I mean? Like there's words and actions not lining up and there's not being able to follow through on some things because... Of things out of your choice. Exactly. You know what yeah. I mean, and, and it's very, very important that that we accept and understand the complexity of these situations. Because please understand that it's not. We're not talking blanket terms, and there's going to be people who express types of these that aren't red flags right out the gate, but can be, and you should be aware of them. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Absolutely.
0: As well as. Them tearing you down—that's a massive red flag. Oh know? yeah,
2: who's who's constant? Beat yeah, beating you up, tearing you down because they can.
0: Gaslighting is a big one. Yeah. Gaslighting is a big one. Lying in general is a big one. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm trying to think of other ones.
2: My my biggest red flag is just immaturity and emotional yeah. immaturity. Like, yes, I get it. There are some times where, like, when you're hanging out with friends, you can be immature. Oh, just yeah. Like, if you're in a situation to where you need to be mature and you don't know how to be mature, because you're always in that immature state, that's that's a problem. And, like, emotional immaturity, if you don't know how to process your emotions and go through them and, and deal with them, yeah. then that's also a red flag because you're just going to break down and Not know what to do. It's certainly easier said than done, but
0: yeah, get your life together. If you're wondering why you're struggling to be in a relationship, a confidence, b what the point you're at in your life, c where you're looking Mm -hmm. for love in that relationship, and d. Do you have your life together? Are you ready for it? Because it's crazy
2: how quickly the universe moves when you're ready for it. Are you going towards your goals? Are you completing objectives that you want to complete at that moment in your life so you can achieve your goal in the future? Yeah,
1: don't ever let that need for a connection hold you back from where you want to be in life. Yeah. And And a lot of people give up on that, give up on things because they feel like they need that connection. But a lot of people rush into it to the point where it's more of an inhibitor than an actual help.
0: Yeah, well, a lot of people, another couple red flags that are good to look out for is are they using you as a shoulder to lean on or a crutch? Are they helping you grow and making you a better person or are they tearing you down and holding you back? Are they using your mind as a trash can or are they looking to you for help with the stuff they're going through? You know what I mean? Because if somebody just throws all their problems at you, won't accept any sort of help or advice or reasoning, they're just using you like a trash can. They're just throwing their emotional baggage on you. Because
2: they got a home.
0: Yeah, and they're not allowing you... To help. To help.
2: Yeah.
1: And one of the biggest misconceptions in a relationship is when people say relationship is 50-50. Because if you're only given fifty, your relationship's gonna fail. Oh yeah. Yeah. You need like if you're gonna be in a serious relationship, you have to be fully committed. Absolutely. Or else that's where all these issues and red flags pop up, and then like that's like the basis of all of it. Yeah. Because if you're not one hundred percent fully committed to the relationship and growth, all of these issues are just gonna they're gonna pop up or mold together and ball up into just one big catastrophe.
2: Literally. It's gotta be 100 and 100.
1: Yeah, I mean you have to give you have to give every relationship you set yourself in tune, your all. Yeah. yeah. Because if you're not devoted to a relationship that you want to be involved in, what's the point? No. And
2: like I think about that too, um, of course you can change that like during the relationship. Like if you're doing fifty fifty, you can of course go to hundred percent, but if that relationship ends up in a marriage, in a healthy relationship, you're going to look back and be like, wow, I should have won 100% in the beginning.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you're going to look back and regret it if you don't. You know, and understand as well that things are going to happen to both parties in the relationship over time. You know, like, sometimes it will be 60-40, and sometimes it will be 70-30, and sometimes it will be 50-50. You know, and and be understanding, but also aware of when people are taking advantage of you. What are they giving back? You know what I mean? And a saying my grandpa used to have that I I really, really enjoy, and I've been using it to guide me through my own life, is head, heart, and gut. Or mind, body, and soul. You know, because if your head, your heart, and your gut agree with what you're doing, it means it's the right thing to be doing. You know, And if one of them doesn't agree, then... You should figure out why. Yeah. doesn't mean you have to stop doing it, but something needs to change. Exactly. And you don't always have to take drastic measures, because a lot of life is about the subtleties. Mm. It's about the little things, and, and shifting back and forth and learning to ride that wave. You know, And you also, when you get into a relationship, even if you really, really like the person, you've got to know what they're looking for and what you're looking for you know what's your ideal relationship figure that out for yourself and it's a lot easier to figure that out with other people
1: yeah because if what if you what you, if what both of you want from the relationship doesn't coincide i mean maybe you can work that out and i mean re- i mean a lot of times relationships do you do have to make some compromises because you know you're oh, yeah. not always going to be the same as your partner but i think the biggest issue people make when it comes to those compromises and growing for each other is you got to do it together yeah oh yeah and you like and I've made this mistake before i'm gonna I'll own up to it, like trying to like take a break from that and try to grow separate, yeah it yeah. honestly, in the end just causes more heartache, yeah, and it's and if you can work through it together, it shows growth and that your connection is deeper than you originally thought
0: yeah. the, a way that I like to put it is like. Because I'm guilty of this. I have lost myself in relationships multiple times. You know? It is completely okay to change for someone as long as they are also changing for you. You know? And that's that's a very important thing to consider.
2: That is. It is. Yeah, I know. Uh, hey, going back to what Rocky said, it's about the little things. Oh, pretty good. Yeah, like, of course. a lot of people... Don't look at the little things in life because they just want something big. Something. Flashy. Yeah, big and flashy to happen to them, doing, that's good. But if you pay attention to the little things in life, they will eventually build up to be something big.
1: And I mean, the little things are honestly typically the biggest challenges. Oh, yeah. Because if you can't work through something so minuscule, you're not going to ever be able to work through something drastic.
2: Well, I think that is a good time for an ad break.
1: Yes.
0: Welcome back to Ponderous Ponderous. So, uh, I appreciate you guys sticking it through our ad break. As always, it's a a fun time, and I love having you guys here in the studio. So, uh, on the same topic of inter- and codependency, the way that I always like to put it when I'm getting into a relationship is like, look, I... I want to be the best part of your life, not your whole life.
2: Yeah, I agree with that. Because I believe that each individual person in that relationship needs to have their own personal life and their own friends to go spend time with and not be fully dependent on the other person to give them their whole life, basically. Yeah, I mean... It's also, I think, unfair
0: to rely on one person to meet all of your social needs. Yeah. And that doesn't mean, you know, your sexual needs should be met by that one person, hmm. unless, of course, you're in an agreement with that person and are in a polyamorous relationship. You know what I mean? Like, there's there's always subtleties and exceptions to the rule, but always make sure that you're on the same page and are upfront and honest with your partner about it. Exactly. You know what I mean? But from a, from a social perspective... If that person is with you and aware of everything that you are doing and everything that's going on in your life, what is there to talk about? You know what I mean? It's hard to have new conversations if you're not doing anything outside of with each other.
2: Exactly. It. Yeah, because you're going to get home at yep. the end of the night and just sit there and not talk because... There's nothing to talk about. You both went through the same exact thing yeah. the whole day. So.
0: And there's nothing wrong with that done on occasion, yeah. you know what I mean? Because that can also give you a time. lot to talk about. Yeah, but if it's if it's every day, all the time, everywhere, it's just... Not healthy. No, no, at the end of the day, that's all it comes down to. It's just not healthy. And it worries me, especially with the <clears throat> latest trend of a lot of people not knowing what independence is because some of the most codependent, and clingy people I've ever met are the same ones who who claim to be strong and independent. Without really understanding what that means. You know? So, like, what... How do I put this? What is independence to you guys? Because independence, to me, is is self-sufficiency and setting your boundaries and holding to them. You know what I mean? Like, stick to your guns.
2: Yeah. Independence, to me, I guess, is sticking to what you promise yourself you're going to do and being able to like go through that and do it yourself if you need and having the humility to ask others if you need help Yeah, like that is, I think that's independent because you realize you can't do it on your own and you ask them for help that's, better. that's what I think I would
1: definitely agree on that last part like you can completely be independent, but still realize not everything can be done alone. But like within the sense of being independence, you have to realize that independence doesn't mean singularity. Yeah, it just means like you are your own person. You can do things by yourself. You understand that you don't need anyone else to succeed yeah and like and you have you, your own opinions yeah well absolutely you you That's can't right. let everyone else's like opinions and thoughts dictate your individual prowess exactly
0: but it also doesn't mean that you don't need help yeah independence does not mean
2: that you can oh you're you're this big big guy that doesn't need help because you can do everything yourself
0: yeah like yeah you still everybody needs help everybody matter what no matter who you are no matter what's going on no matter where you're at in your life rely on the people close to you and if you can't rely on them replace them with someone you can
2: yeah because humanity was not built without help from other humans yeah we
0: are a social species yeah you need help because there's blind spots naturally that you cannot see nor be aware of without the assistance of others. And if you want to grow and be a better human being, which should be the goal, at the end of the day, that should be the goal. Just try to be 1% better every single day.
1: Don't let the insults get to you, but always take the constructive criticism.
0: Yep. And learn to differentiate. Learn to... Learn to see where people's hearts are at. And always, I, I really like this saying, always believe someone when they tell you exactly who they are. You know what I mean? Like, if somebody tells you, hey, huh, I'm a murderer, believe, believe them. Believe them. Don't, don't assume that when people wholeheartedly tell you what they are, or if, if somebody tells you I'm a liar, they are lying to you. Yeah. They're probably gonna lie to you. They're yeah, like be aware of that. Everyone and, lies. Yeah. But if they make it a personality trait, and that's that's what I'm talking about, is like
1: Habitual liars. So you're just talking about like
0: Yeah, like pathological yeah. and habitual liars. Yes. You know what I mean? And like the craziest thing is a lot of people will unknowingly declare their intentions when they step into your life. And especially as you interact with them over time. If you're living right, people show their true colors really, really fast. Especially if you know what to look for. Yeah. Don't, don't justify other people's actions to yourself to make
2: their actions okay. Mm-hmm. I know, like, of course, people could be joking about that, but like oh, you yeah. said know how to differentiate
0: yeah if you can't tell the difference that's where you need help
2: yeah that's where you have to tra- basically train yourself to understand how to different- differentiate differentiate that. people's motives
0: yes big time sorry you moved as if you were going to jump in on that <laughs> oh bit. no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm trying to think of any other big, like, relationship advice stuff that I I can really give. And please understand that none of us are claiming to be experts. You know, oh, I mean, everybody's got their own problems in life and their own issues with both themselves and relationships and their partner. You know, but at the end of the day, it's 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 a deal that you make with another living being. You know, I mean, yeah. what. What are you willing to give up, and what are you willing to give back?
2: Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's basically a contract.
1: Yep. It's,
0: that's
2: what it is. It's a verbal contract. And, of course, there's a paper contract when you get married. Oh, yeah.
0: Which is wild to me. I don't, I don't think I ever want to be legally married. You know, I might do it when I'm like 60 or 70 just to help my grandchildren, great-grandchildren with the historical records. You know, so there's more of a paperwork trail on their ancestry. But outside of that...
2: That's fair. Why Why don't you exactly want to be legally married until then?
0: Because I think you can get married, you can go through the whole ceremony, and you can have that emotional bond and understanding and agreement with each other. But the paperwork side of things gets dangerous, especially when... Somebody can rush you into something by manipulating you and then take half of what you got. But
1: there's paperwork that you can put in place to. Oh yeah. Avoid that.
0: Yeah. No, and I I completely
2: agree. I just
1: And that would be a red flag for me if you're not willing to sign a prenup. Yep. Within yep. a marriage?
2: No, because see, that's a huge factor So marriage or finances. Like yeah. that's a huge factor. And that's part and it shouldn't be that big of a factor in no. a marriage. Because no. if at any moment you could divorce another person and still take half their living, Yeah, that's not okay.
0: Well, that's part of it is I just don't trust people. You know what I mean? And like, I say that right now as a as a single man who's not in a relationship. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I don't...
2: Like I get that and a lot of people say that oh, you don't trust me because you're making me sign this prenup you want me to sign this prenup it's like no I want to take that factor out of yeah our marriage because it is a factor. the biggest thing that leads to divorce is
0: finances oh big time big big time that's what's crazy especially like it's wild that you can track the divorce rates with the economy yeah and the v- divorce rates lately have been insane as as we head into a recession and it's honestly making me
2: nervous yeah it's scary it is yeah it is absolutely and terrifying the families that are being destroyed because of it
0: yeah it's not good no it's it's honestly kind of sad to watch it's honestly kind of sad to watch because my uh, as a kid who went through watching my parents get divorced you know and went went through that process it's my heart goes out to all the kids that have to go through that. You know what I mean. So as as a parent, please, please, please be consciously aware of your actions around your children, regardless of your relationship and feeling towards your spouse. Yeah, because they're always watching. Yeah, and they don't know. Most of your arguments and stuff have been done behind closed doors. Yeah. Don't bring it out into the light and drop it in their lap, because that's not their burden to deal with. Exactly. It's not.
1: No, oh, absolutely, and there's actually a wonderful song that uh, relates really well to that, like mindset and like that situation. It's uh, when you love someone. It, it, you can look it up. It's on YouTube and everything like that. But one of the lyrics that like really hits home within that situation is it goes sometimes moms and dads fall out of love and sometimes two homes isn't enough. Yeah. And like, and, like when if you actually read into it, like the two homes isn't enough. It's like that separation. Is what it's really referencing.
0: Yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. What's the name of that song so that people
1: can When find? You Love Someone by James T.W. Okay. It's a wonderful song about, like, the pain of, like, how love can hurt.
0: Yeah. And that's part of it. Like, vulnerability is painful, especially when you've been hurt. And that's that's one of the biggest things that, like, causes commitment issues with people is is that lack of trust, you know?
2: Is that It's also a lack of being vulnerable with the other person. Yeah. Because vulnerability is huge.
0: Yeah, and it's, it's not just with your spouse. Look at your friendships. Yeah. Look at the people around you. You know, can you be vulnerable with your friends? Because
2: if you can't, then they're not true friends. Yeah. If you can't open up and describe what you're going through or have that humility to be vulnerable and ask for help, it's not
1: good. No, I mean, and don't be in that relationship if you don't feel like you can be comfortable doing that. Yeah, exactly. Because you should be able to trust that person enough to confide.
0: Very much so. Very and very. And not much have
1: so. them use it against you in the future.
0: Exactly, bro. It's important. It's yeah, really nice. really important. You know, and think about this: you're an amalgamation of your five closest friends, the five people you spend the most time around. That's, that's what your personality comes down to plus the experiences that you've gone through in the past so can you call each of those five people at any point in time and trust that they're going to care and be there for you because if you can't do that find people who can you are hurting your own personality yeah. you are hurting yourself if you can't do that because that is a part of you that doesn't care about you and the more parts of you that don't care about you, the more you're going to not care about yourself. And It's a spiral downhill from there. Exactly. Look at your support system. Do you have one? And what's scary is a lot of people don't know how to build one. A lot of people don't know how to find one. Yeah. And it's sad. It took me a long time. And I, I'm still working on it. You know? but. It, it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of, it takes a lot of investment and you're going to get burned. But in the long run, it will be worth it. Absolutely. And decide for yourself, with every situation, how forgiving are you willing to be? You know, where are your boundaries with other people messing up and hurting you? Yeah. Because you have to give people some leeway,
2: because we're human beings. We all make mistakes, you know, but... But not all the leeway in the world. Yes. that's gonna be bad for you
1: you can't always forgive because if you do you'll just get hurt more and more and more
2: yeah if they used you bad enough they will keep doing it
0: and just because they say they care doesn't mean they do and that's something I have to stress Mm -hmm. big time
2: actions mean louder
0: than words yep that's what I believe and a lot of
1: times those who say like don't you trust my actions if they have to point it out that often, yeah. They're probably doing something wrong.
0: Yeah. Exactly, bro.
1: I mean and as someone who has messed up and bent the issue in a relationship, trust me when I say that.
0: Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. And remember to apply the same forgiveness that you give to others to yourself. Yeah, that's huge. That's huge, that's huge. That's something a lot of people can't do. You know, people are harder on themselves than they are on others. Yeah. Make it the same. Hold other people to the same standard you hold yourself to. And you'll attract the people in your life that are on the same mission and moving in the same direction, and it's a beautiful thing when you get there. Absolutely. It, is. it really, really is
2: be able to forgive yourself and move on and change
0: it's only a mistake if you don't learn from it yeah
1: but don't let yourself change for the worst make sure it's for the best
0: yeah and if you don't know have the patience to wait and see Mm -hmm.
1: I would almost say if you don't know if you're changing for the better you probably are changing for the worst
0: I like that not all the time but I like that
1: and I feel like in most cases like cause when you're when you're becoming when you're becoming a better individual you know it whether you are whether you acknowledge it or not there is something inside of you that knows you're a better human being
0: yeah you can feel it
1: yeah and you'll notice it with the way the others around you act
0: trust your reflection from other people if you keep running into the same problem in your life with other people, it's you and not them.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Find out why, you know, because that's the common denominator. Yeah, you're attracting those type of problems, those type of people. You're fostering it and nurturing it and encouraging it on some level, yeah. even if you
2: don't know.
1: Personally, I'm very guilty of it. Like, I can count countless times where I've let my past ruin relationships, because I. I can't let myself get past certain walls sometimes.
0: Yeah. And it's tough. It's really, really tough. And it hurts even worse when you know that you ruined the relationship because you couldn't do that, you know?
2: Yeah. And then it's hard for you to forgive yourself. Yeah. Because you realize that. A lot goes into relationships and friendships. That's for sure. lot to be mindful. Yeah, it's...
1: Human interaction is so complicated and complex, more than any of us will ever understand.
0: Incredibly. But it's also beautiful
2: when done right. Yeah. We will never fully understand it, but we can try our hardest to understand as much as we can.
0: Ain't that the truth? Absolutely. Well, we're going to wrap this up here soon. Is there anything, any closing statements or ideas that we want to go over before we...
1: No? No. Uh, I think I'm good.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you guys very much for listening, for listening to this episode of Ponderosa Ponderers. It's been a true pleasure to have you guys here. And I hope our words of wisdom help helped. in yeah. any way, shape, or form that they can. Uh, Justice, thank you for joining us in the studio. It is always a pleasure, my yes, man. thank you. Um, if you want to check out our socials, it's ponderosa
2: underscore Ponderers. Uh, on Instagram. Yep. And then if you want to reach out to us, you can email us at ponderosaponders at gmail.com. We would love to
0: have you guys on the show. Uh, we thank you so much for listening. And don't forget, keep, keep pondering. pondering.